What's up, Dunwoody? Let's get right into part two with Lynn Deutsch, who is running for Dunwoody Mayor. The regular listeners probably already know our names and what we do, but if you're new to the show, my name is Matt Weber. I'm a residential real estate agent serving the Dunwoody area. If you know somebody looking to buy or sell in the area, please send them my way. My co-host and brother-in-law is Justin Dyke. Justin is founder of PoolDues.com. Our sponsor is Dr. Brett Friedman from Village Orthodontics. We left off the last show talking about the construction of the 285 elevated lanes, which we actually learned yesterday is going to be stretched out for a few more years. Um, not sure this is a good that they're putting it off or if it just means that we're going to have a few more years dealing with construction issues. GDOT had planned to complete the toll lanes on the northern half of 285 by 2028, but under the revised plan released Monday, the lanes won't be finished until 2032. Here's the second half of our conversation with Lynn Deutsch, candidate for mayor. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. I don't know if y'all know that the 280, the current plan if, is that the Shambly Dunwoody Bridge has to come down Whoa. for the construction and then go back up. Wow. Wait, what? That's well. Now they'll probably deny there's a plan. So, but yes, because they because they're not elevating the lanes till about the pool. So wait, divert people to go under 285? No, no the oh. bridge is going to be rebuilt. So they're going to widen the, there's room, I guess. But I mean, while it's being rebuilt, they'd have to. They've done two different, I've seen it done. That's a possibility. But what I've seen them do in Sandy Springs is they did it lane by lane. Oh, I So they, I know. So I don't know. And I'm sure they don't know yet. So they, part of with the way. Hold on, kids. It's a little rickety. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So um, the part of what. GDOT does, and I know y'all have heard this, is is they do this uh, bid to build, uh, design to build model. So all of this could change when the contractor gets their hands on it. But as I understand it, in order for those express lanes to go under the Shambly Dunwoody Bridge, they have to widen the road and the bridge has to come down. I have not heard this. This is breaking news. It makes sense, though. It's a possibility, at least. Right. So it's... um, that's our clickbait right there. Will Shambly Dudley Bridge come down? That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome because, you know, um, so and I've said that I'm going to lay down in front of the bulldozers to prevent the project because I really do. This is such a short-sighted project. You know, 20 years from now, 10 years from now, it's likely it's not making any difference. And uh, GDOT, of course, is reluctant to admit that. And the other day there were tolls that were 17 or 18 dot was record setting tolls on one of the interstates at one of the toll lanes. I don't know which one it was. And GDOT's argument is, is, well, people, most people don't use it the whole way that, you know, their average toll is $6. And I'm thinking, yes, because they can't afford to pay $18. You gotta get off. They just pick the, the, the segment that they think will be the most beneficial. And so, uh, you have to wonder what the, big picture solution is and the big picture solution lies in getting people out of their cars and that's not necessarily something that the mayor of Dunwoody can directly influence but it's it's worth discussing and it's worth you know making plans towards more transit and last mile connectivity you know the scooters have kind of been a disaster um, the electric scooters because of user errors and also they have worked like in Paris. They put rules together, and they made the scooter companies hire people to pick them up at certain times. And you know they use because you know I don't know if you've seen them, but there's an app for the different scooters, and you can. So the companies obviously know where the scooters are, um, and then the users, you know, they just 
drop them wherever they are and throw them into the bay bay. that's just been (laughs) the worst the worst it makes you really wonder about people when they video themselves doing it come on people internet's forever and so um but yeah that's and so the so there's a lot of small pieces to trying to make traffic better that that we're going to have to work on because people Traffic is not going to just go away. We, we all just need to work from home. That's the. That's well, the you seem right. to know other mayors, though. I, you I were do. talking about them earlier. I mean, that's. I do. I know other mayors. With three or I, four. I mean, you guys could make some change. Maybe. Well, we have. You know, there there is the two eighty five lanes. Eventually, you're supposed to go from twenty to twenty, Interstate twenty to Interstate twenty off two eighty five. Right now, the focus is on Tucker to Smyrna, essentially. Really. Uh, and there is an organiz- an associ- a group they meet, the Top End Mayor's Association, and I've gone from Denny when he hasn't been able to go. And, you know, at, our, at the meeting I was at a few weeks ago, they were talking about, you know, what we need to ask from GDOT. And I said, well, we need, we need the group of mayors, the cities that are impacted by this project and the counties, we need a, a map with all our paths. So that, um, because I know that Dunwoody is, Working, we have a plan to connect with Shambly and Brookhaven and Sandy Springs, and Sandy Springs has a plan maybe to connect here and there and Tucker and all that. And once we have a plan, we can show GDOT, but more importantly, we can show the public that eventually it may be possible to ride your bike from Tucker or Dunwoody to Alabama. Because <laughs> if you can connect to the Silver Comet Trail, you're you're going to Alabama if you want. And, you know, people aren't going to walk that far for the most part, but you'll walk segments of it if you're a walker. And um, so, but it's a really, you know, look at the Beltline. And the Beltline, the connect, you know, that's just been beyond uh, impactful in the communities it touches. It's not all good, but it, it has had an impact. And the Atlanta Regional Commission has set as a goal that Metro Atlanta will have more miles of multi-purpose trails than any other city in the country within the next five years i wonder who's number one right now i don't know and i wonder if anybody's actually measured it yeah i mean you know i have a best pizza in town right (laughs) i have a friend who a few years into cityhood said to me what dunwoody needs is uh recognition you know the best yards in town or the best community the best for, neighborhoods. I feel like that's pretty We do have accurate. the best neighborhoods. We totally. And that's kind of that how I time. see is Dunwoody. It's just a group of neighborhoods and then the mall, you know. And and a lot of people feel that way. Um, and and I think, but I for sure, when people ask me what I like best about Dunwoody, it is number one the people and number two the neighborhoods. And I think that makes us really unique. Everyone's other you elected are, officials from other cities will talk about that. They'll talk about how that makes Dunwoody unique. That they don't have the connectivity because they don't have the neighborhoods that we have and i think that that is a really big part of what makes us special yeah and the mall's unique too and it's funny because you know i'm from lawrenceville right. and people from lawrenceville know that as dunwoody yes they know cheesecake factory and like all the cheesy stuff that we have around the mall <laughs> and it's you know i don't even think of that as dunwoody really Right. It, it, it's an important part of Dunwoody. It pays our bills. It's bringing money in, for sure. And, it, motel tax and, and, and I, I think that if people have choices, they ought to live close to where they work. Not everybody can afford that. Not everybody has the opportunity to do that. But having Perimeter Center right there hopefully allows at least some people in Dunwoody to have a bearable commute. 
you, even though it can be hard to get there at rush hour or get home, you're still closer than wherever else you might be going. Yeah. And so I, I think it offers us lots of different uh, amenities or potential amenities, but it, it also allows a lot of people a nicer commute to work than they might have otherwise. Yeah, those Cox employees, that's pretty sweet. Uh-huh, and Mercedes, which is yeah. really in Sandy Springs. So is Cox, actually, um, except for the AJC is in Dunwoody. But uh, State Farm, we got State Farm. We've right? got State Farm, and we've got a lot of other... Uh, but in you know in my neighborhood a lot of people are doing some combination of work from home and in Atlanta I believe I heard it may not be current data but that we have the most telecommuters uh, in the country or the by population so you know I think people get it the way we're gonna fix traffic is by changing human behavior and so I talked to this professor in Texas because she had been interviewed for an article about the express lanes and her quotes made no sense to me. And they like cut off all her important stuff. Like she said, Atlanta and Austin can't build their way out of traffic. And they just left that out of the article. Go AJC, you know. And so when I talked to her, she said that they have studies in Austin for some of their bigger suburban areas that within a couple of decades, the commute could be three hours. Well, no one's going to do that. And so what does the future look like, not just for work, but for life in general? And that's the kind of thing that that we're going to have to figure out here, too. Traffic is terrible. You know, there's no denying it. I have a really hard time getting out of my neighborhood. I can totally empathize with everybody's struggles. You know, I have to wait for someone to let me out, whether I'm turning right or left. And so unless I come down your street and then I feel really guilty because I hate cutting through the neighborhoods. And then you see what signs are on my yard. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Not looking for that. I'm just trying to get to my meeting. It's on time. So um, but there's a lot of purple and orange in your neighborhood. There's a lot. There's no orange. Yeah, we haven't gotten them out yet so much, but there's a little bit of purple. But um, we haven't pushed them out there yet so much. But um, I think that the future of Dunwoody is... has a lot of potential i think we have this is a critical time i I think we're on the right track we are on the right track we've done a great 10 years we've done a fine job Mm -hmm. and and we've done a really fine job but we have to think bigger and we have to have a bigger vision for dunwoody you know we have to think that that this maybe this isn't just enough and that maybe everybody around us that's doing different things is on to something. Um, well, I think the old guard that got the city set up wanted to make sure it could could run, you know, yes. fiscally sound and everything right. like that before getting into right. any sort of bond or anything like that. And now it's like, okay, you know, we, we can do this. Now what? I think it's also helpful that Brookhaven is going through the same thing. Right. Sandy Springs is going right. through the same thing. And so we can all kind of you know, right. work and, together. And it, Civic Moxie, like I heard that's yeah. who Brookhaven's using now. Yeah, they and so are. you guys are even using the same companies. To, right, for the art. Yeah. They did. So the, for their public art and culture, Brookhaven has had a different trajectory. They're and they have more money than Sandy Springs, I'm assuming, right? Or No, actually, Sandy Springs has more money than anybody on really? the planet. Okay. I don't think anybody has as much money as Sandy Springs. I just assume Brookhaven was. No, Brookhaven, uh, Sandy Springs is a lot bigger. Yeah. Sandy Springs is probably double Brookhaven size. Oh, okay. That makes so sense. they're double about. So they're. So, but Brookhaven is is spending their money differently. How's that? But Sandy Springs, you know, they had a vision and a plan, and they're spending a lot of money. I can't even imagine that's not a we don't have that kind of space that that you know they put in their sandy springs green we have to have something that's scaled appropriately to dunwoody not just space-wise but fiscally Mm -hmm. and what we want 
I think what people are telling me is they just want it not to be boring. And so, you know, about the third door I knocked on the other day, the first thing he said to me is, Dunwoody's boring. And so, you know, and then he went in and he was just... Well, what know. do you do, buddy? You know, like, right. well, <laughs> tell us about your Friday night. You right, know? well, and you know, and I, I think it's... I mean, the, I kind of agree with that, though. I mean, I wouldn't... That's not the first thing I would say no, to you. No, and I'm we're not, not going to be everything to everybody. We, You know, I've repeatedly said at council meetings that we're part of a metro area. You know, we're not... I can think of cities. I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee. So there's Memphis, and there's a lot of small suburban towns that have grown up around Memphis, but that's it. You're a long way from Nashville. You're a long way, and I'm not sure why you would need to go to Little Rock for entertainment, but, you know, you're not, there's nothing there. Take that, Little Rock. I was wondering what well, city was, was going to get put on blast was, there. And, and, and so, and, and I, Little Rock has some really redeeming values, but my point is, is that we're part of a metro area, and we're not all going to have, we don't all need the same amenities. We can share resources and people are going to inevitably drive places. You know, we don't all need a comedy club and a jazz bar but or a fine an art gallery or whatever. But in Dunwoody, we could use some of that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you know, people do say, this, well, how, how come we don't have a performing arts center? Well, we do. We have... You know, they don't believe that there is a playhouse here. And right. And showed to them. Right. And the other thing is, is that we don't all need a big performing arts center, right? So It can't be that can't, big. Yeah. And, and so I have a friend on, on the Sandy Springs City Council, and he says to me, you know, the first year they lost like $3 million on the operations of that theater. But they're going to do things differently. And I said, nobody ever makes money in these things. I said, you do you, but don't. Be surprised when next year, okay, so maybe it's not three million you lost, maybe it's like two point seven, but and that's okay. They you know, they made a choice. They had to have known that. This is not some big secret that only Lynn Deutsch knows about these performing arts centers. They're really hard to make money at. And if they have one, then we should be okay just going right. I mean, I I remember at Seconders thing, we were all talking about, you know, what we want Dunwoody to be and it can't be everything, no. you know, and I, I think that if we could just kind of like shake it up, a little, you know, get, get, yeah, get a little bit of what everybody has, but we don't have to be the most artsy, you know, there's, there's art. No, and us. you know, you talk about Peachtree Corners and I love the setting, but every one of those restaurants is a chain restaurant It is yep. without fail at everyone. And then it's two manicure places. Right. And so uh, when you go to Crog Street Market, for example, and they have the little booths, that's so much fun, but it's a deli place. I mean, it's a fancy deli, but it's a couple of Asian restaurants. It's a pizza place and a burger place. They're just set up in an entertaining way, I guess, in they're a bakery. Pretty they're the pretty, outside. and they're fun. It's fun to go with your friends because everybody can get what they want. But my point is, is that there's only so much cuisine out there. I don't. I really don't think. I think the problem is the what to do after you eat dinner or before dinner or how you make an evening out of it that's really the problem i don't I, we have lots of restaurants there they may not be everybody's cup of tea and we could certainly get more restaurants and different kinds of restaurants and maybe more music or more live entertainment which would just be music um <laughs> in a, a comedy club i guess or something but the reality is is what i think people want is the date night experience and i've it's funny that you brought that up i've never thought about people only eating in Dunwoody from 7 to 8 or right. 6.30 to 8. Right. Because, I mean, after that, there's, I'm sure all those restaurants close at 9, right? Like, it, they don't, so, maybe 10. So, a few years ago, I had, my daughter was take, 
rides horses and she was riding her lesson was like at seven o'clock at night and I would drive one year and I would drive home through the village at like 9 30 first of all there was nowhere to stop maybe public stays open till 10 but as she was hungry we had to come to Georgetown because yeah. subway and everything stays open till 10 and it was kind of really dead you know I hadn't noticed it before the repeating trips through the store you know through the area and so it was really dead and so we have to change our behavior a little bit and we have to go out to eat more I mean it's not even just when we eat it's how often we eat out and um, but again I think it's more than just the restaurants people are looking for they're really looking for you know when my kids were little and I had to get babysitters I hated the idea of just going to dinner I don't know where you are in your life but you go to dinner and then you have to have something to do because you don't want to go home until the kids are asleep you know, it's part of the reason you're paying a babysitter is to avoid that hassle. Mm-hmm. And so, and you don't necessarily want to move your car. And so high, I really think High Street is going to provide some of that. But I know we can do stuff at the village, too, that's scaled appropriately. High Street is going to be an Uber ride. Yeah, but, absolutely. And know, that's why I think, I think 10 years ago when we thought of High Street and Uber wasn't a thing and Lyft wasn't a thing, it really, people would say, but it's not really Dunwoody because they couldn't really just... Get, I mean, they'd have to get in their car and somebody would not have to not drink and all that jazz. But now with Uber and Lyft and whatever else is coming down the road and microtransit, it, yeah. it's going to be immensely doable. Now everywhere is Dunwoody. Yes, yeah. oh, that's, that's a good slogan. <laughs> there we go. That's a but good you're, slogan. I mean, there's not going to be, like at High Street, there's not going to be people that take their kid to karate there. there there's still no. a use for oh, the yeah, village. The village I mean, is a, what, in my city planning, I have a master's in city planning, and in school, we would call that a neighborhood shopping center. That's all it is. Let's be clear. That's what it was built. There was multiple grocery stores there back in the day and different things and drug stores and stuff like that. And you're right. They're not going to have a karate place at High Street. Uh it's not going to be with traffic patterns i doubt you're going to want to grab dinner there on a tuesday night right. if, if that's all you're doing so at least not at six o'clock not at six o'clock and you know i'll tell you a, a, a story about traffic when my kids were little we would go to the mall on a weeknight for dinner and when i think how long ago we stopped doing that i mean that tells you about traffic and nobody you know when i ask people do you go to the mall for dinner they all look at me like i have on a weeknight because they're like no you can't get there so uh, that's so High Street's going to have its purpose, and I think the the entertainment value will be on the weekends. And I th- but I think the village is really important too. I know the village is really important, and um, you know one of the big knocks on Dunwoody has been that there's no there there. Have y'all heard that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the village I think can be a big answer to that. That can be part of our there there with a green space where people gather, like the ones that you know, Peachtree Corners or wherever, whatever model you want to look at that, uh, like downtown Alpharetta, I don't know if y'all have seen that, but that's all kinds of cool. And, um, and, and, you know, people gather, they meet their friends there. Our middle schoolers will have green space to play on instead of Walgreens to play in, which is not so good for anybody. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited about the potential there. I think, I think we're, about to enter some really good times yeah all right well we'll get out and vote on well actually let's talk about early voting that is uh so early voting is october 15th which is a tuesday because the day before i think is columbus day and it's uh october 15th until the 
like the 1st of November, the Friday before the election, and it's at the Dunwoody Library. Otherwise, if you vote on November 5th, you have to wait. You vote at your regular precinct. So the library for early voting, November 5th at your regular polling precinct. So get to the library, people. Get to the library. Vote, vote, vote. And if they want to get in touch with you? Lynn for Dunwoody.com, either uh, Lynn, F-O-R, or the number four works, Dunwoody.com. <laughs> We've covered all our bases. Or I have a Facebook page, Lynn for Dunwoody. So cool. we're excited and looking really forward to the next decade in Dunwoody. So are we. I think this is an important election and some stuff's going to get done. Yes. Well, thanks for coming in. Thank y'all for having me.